What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson, and I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. And I think this morning we're going to talk about uh, breakfast cereal. I think, is that is that right? You want, GP, you want to talk about breakfast cereal? Since this is a morning okay, show, you no, want to talk, just talk about, about our, Okay, you know what? Talk about our freedoms. Let's, let's, let's sit, take a moment and spend uh-huh. two minutes and talk about what freedoms that we have that we're happy about. So why don't we do take a two-minute, I'm happy about, I can choose different things for breakfast. Okay, so that to you is freedom, having breakfast cereal. 140 different kinds of breakfast cereal, that to you is freedom. Okay, there's, there is, that is a freedom. That is a freedom because not everywhere on the planet can you choose to have what you have for breakfast. Some people on the planet or don't even get have breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, some people exactly. don't get breakfast. Some people do not get breakfast. We have schools and organizations and churches and wonderful people, great people out there that every day are trying to make sure that children have breakfast every day. Even during this crisis, we have our communities are coming together to make sure that even though the schools are closed, because a lot of these kids aren't getting breakfast or lunch. Because they, they can't get it at home because of whatever situation that may be at home. And the only meals that they do get is breakfast and lunch from our schools. And we're fortunate that we have communities that get together to help these kids get those meals that they would not normally get. And that's awesome. I think that's a, that's a freedom that we have in this country. Because I'll tell you what, when you're in a country that you're allotted only X amount of food per day, it's kind of hard to get together and say, you know, the kids down the way, they're, they're having a hard time. Let's, let's, let's take care of them. You can't do that. Honestly, honestly, that's freedom to me. That's why I said breakfast is freedom to me. OK, you know, some honestly, the uh, the, the powers that be, uh, which we're going to get into later mm-hmm. on this afternoon, the powers that be, they would love it for people not to be able to have what you just said. I'm just taking like I'm taking like the Bernie Sanders mantra here because mm-hmm. he complains about what? Too much choice in stores. Right. It's a good mm-hmm. point you make. Right? It's a good point you bring up. So mm-hmm. if he, for example, were to say, which, by the way, he's also a big proponent of the um, the school lunches. He thinks schools should do breakfast, lunch and dinner all the time for everybody all year round. Right. That, that's what he thinks. But in his opinion, uh, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily opposed to that. Well, in his opinion, he also because says I know that's that, going to I know that's going to a child's meal. I know that's going to a child and he's going to get to eat today because I, I have more of a problem with a welfare check going to a crackhead. But you know what? I'll pay my taxes. I will spend my tax dollars on a child getting to eat three times a day because a, nu- a child that has proper nutrition is a child that has the opportunity to grow and get an education and become a productive member of society. Do you know what a hungry child gets? Not a lot of the choices. OK, let's go, Johnny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we Your are just morning health, hot topic You are buttons. morning health tips from GP. <laughs> right. Write it down, everybody. Write it down. So it is a morning health tip. Hey, no, no, no. My, my, my point is, is that the, the subsidies, right, the, the amount of subsidies, you know that they'd rake the money off the top of that. And it would be it would be subsidized and, and it would be like, and OK, that's for example, a crime example. Yeah, I, I agree. Example. I know people that have gone through the whole public school lunch thing now. Right. Like these particular point in time. Mm. And they've got kids in school and they say like and they've sent me pictures of some of the things that are in these uh, lunch packs that the school hands out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not the school's fault. They're handing out what they're given, right? I mean, that, I'm not blaming the schools here, but the subsidies 
that are brought in, like the contracts from these companies that are brought in, the food is terrible. Like it's it's terrible. It's not healthy. It's like a bag of chips and a, and like a soda. Like that that's what's in there. That's considered to be like a lunch. That's not okay. That's, that's not a, that must be a, a crazy area because our areas actually have a nutritional requirement that has to have okay, X well, amount of right. fiber, X amount of okay. uh, sugar. They it cannot have a beyond a certain point of sugar. So. And it and the qualifying of the food that has to be brought in because it's it's equivalent of being catered. Um, these food companies that do this, I was actually looking into doing a business of that because I I really care about the kids getting getting proper nutrition. It's important to me, and I was looking at probably getting into one of these businesses. And it's highly regulated, and which is awesome, but it's crooked as hell on how you get the contract. It has nothing to do with whether you have more nutritious food or not, or that you can provide these meals at a lower cost or not. It's um. Who's back you, Pat? And that's that should be a crime. Are you, you know? saying that you don't scratch other people's backs, GP? Is that how it works? I do. Actually, I do. I do. I, I, you know, if somebody helps with my community service, I'll help with their community service, whatever it may be. You know, like if I, if I get some of the, uh, the people from the food banks helping out with the cleanups, you know, trash cleanups, I'm more than willing to go and spend that hour in the food banks, which I do periodically. Um, and help them. We're scratching each other's backs, but that's service for service, not right. That's not well, a I'm, contract. Uh, not third. I'm not third. It's this is a hundred and ninety thousand dollar contract quarterly, and I need ten percent in whatever, and then you could have the contract. You know, I could, I no, could actually see. Little, I could see you. I could see you at that negotiating table, and you getting all upset when you realize that that's a dirty deal. And you say, <laughs> no, 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 that's not how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. Like I could see you getting really mad at that. I do. I did. I did. So, but I did. No, that's not how it went. But yeah, it was. The, it was. Yeah, it was. It was thank you, the, gentlemen. The, uh, your time. I understand your time is valuable. I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The idea, though, uh, get, getting back, like circling back here to, uh, to to Bernie Sanders, which I mean, one of the things that his campaign ran on when he was going as uh, as the president mm-hmm. was the school lunch program and you know breakfast and, and dinner and all that stuff. But he's mm-hmm. also the, at the same time he'll turn around and say, "Well, I don't need forty different kinds of deodorant when I go into a, a store. I need one." Like that's what he says. There's too much choice. So he wants the subsidies to one company or or to to a single supply line. That's essentially mm-hmm. what centralized control does. So you but mm-hmm. essentially you can't do that when it comes to subsidizing food. You just you just can't do that. So you wouldn't have the uh, 140 different kinds of cereal that you're talking about under someone like uh, Bernie. I'm not saying him specifically. I'm saying others like him. Or you wouldn't even have potatoes under someone like Bernie because if it's turnip season and somebody can grow potatoes for a few cents more somewhere else, you're getting turnips. When the government controls your food, don't know if you guys have been in any countries where the government's controlling and regulating uh, what food's being produced, farming, when they control choices, the farming. Choices are limited. Your choices go out the window. It's crazy. You know, you're down there and, you know, 19 days straight of eating plantains. And I'll tell you, man, <laughs> it gets old. Wow. Really old, really fast. And we're going up in, uh, well, you're clo- closer to your territory. And and I do make the joke about ter- turnips versus potatoes because that was actually a situation. And, you know, 40, 40, 40 days in, I don't I still don't eat turnips to this day, bro. <laughs> I don't. I there's a there's a there's a surplus <laughs> here of potatoes yeah. and turnips. You you walk past mm. farm fields over here and it's just like mountains. I mean, like these massive mountains of potatoes. It's 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 insane. Mm. And so. 
you've got, but I mean, you know, Germans are big on potatoes and they're also big on sugar yes. beets and they're big on turnips. You know, I didn't really like turnips or parsnips or, or sugar beets or any of that stuff until I actually came here. And they're really good. Like, I mean, I don't know if it's just the way they prepare them over here or what, but I mean, they're really good. Okay. If it's boiled, steamed and has yeah. any kind of yeah. starch or something that they put on it to thicken anything around it, I will not eat it. <laughs> no, it, no, it will be, it will Makes be, my it eyes will be steamed. No, it, it will be steamed, yeah. but it'll be it'll be lightly steamed or or you could steam it in um, and, and you add a little butter to it and some uh, and some herbs. There, there it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Butter that's it. It gets it with a starch just makes this glaze of. Bro- right. Oh, yeah. No. You, yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. You don't want that. But, you know, the, and you could I mean, if you get desperate enough, you could just say, well, I'll just make a sauce hollandaise. And there it is. So, I mean, you can put that on just about anything. But yeah, I mean, that's just I, I think it's great. Uh, the food choices that, that we've got, you know, I'm I look at it and, you know, people take that for granted because they don't put much thought into it. There's a lot that goes into the process of putting bread to your table. Just that alone. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes mm-hmm. into that. And people take that for granted. They just think, oh, well, I'll just go down to the store and it'll be there. Well, what if there's no store? I always make that argument. What if there's no store? This is why you should buy local. I love local farms. I love supporting local businesses, small small local businesses, local grocers, if you can even find them. Uh, local farmers markets. You know, GP, you talk about the uh, the organic local farmers markets you go to uh, with the Safeway the stickers honest, on the carrots. Local, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, that's where. <laughs> and that's just, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, you know what? Don't call them out. Any if you're there and you see a sticker and it's from a grocery store, don't call them out because you will be chased out and not allowed to come back to Santa Barbara Farmers Market over there on State Street. Uh, just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> just not, like not, that you're, not that you're pointing out that particular market or anything. No, no of course not. No, no, not, not letting you know. They won't let you back. <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm a little I'm a little confused uh, mm-hmm. slightly saying that um, you were all for the government regulating what kids can eat, but at the same time are great to have you, you like having a bunch of choice. Okay. Well, well okay. <laughs> I, I see where you're trying to trap me in this little circle, but it's not really a trapping in circles because this is what I have to do. And it's a local, and this is where, this is where we need like a watchdog, local watchdog group that can actually monitor, volunteer, volunteer, not paid. That can say, look into the financials of like our school programs or school food programs. So they make sure there is nothing hokey going on. The government is the only way that we're going to get our tax dollars out there to our communities especially our lower income communities that do need some of those extra dollars. I mean, it's it's just a fact of life. Some groups are poor. Some people are, you know, they, they that's just where they're at in life. And we need to help them because all these problems start going away when you start making money. A lot of these issues where you're, you're feeling persecuted or whatever maybe goes away as you start making money, as you start able to take care of yourself. And the more you start taking care of yourself, the, the, the quicker you are to look at helping somebody else. And yes, I know you say government's bad, but we do need a system to share some of our wealth, some of our wealth and distribute it to people so they can become wealthy and distribute that wealth and continue on the process. So, yeah, that's what I mean by we do. I do want the government to come in and allow three meals a day for our children. Does that uh, answer your question? And, well, to, to be clear, I, w- I wasn't um, critiquing the fact that the government's giving those kids mm-hmm. meals. I was more making fun of uh, regulating what the kids can and can't eat 
Oh, I see. And yet being for having choices that, that I was. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Well, yes. Okay. Yes. The, the can and can't eat. Okay. There's also over-regulation that I have, uh, I have some issues with. It becomes actually kind of crazy. Johnny. Yes. Are you even listening? Uh, Yes. I was, I was just sitting here thinking about how I could just outright say something to you and and maybe kind of talk around it, but I don't know how, so I'm just going to say it outright. How dare you talk about charity here? What's wrong with you? (laughs) It's not charity. It's it's responsibility. <laughs> this is oh, the thing. No. It's not charity. It's responsibility. That. We can't have that. We yes, can't have no. either. We, we can't have that. It's our, it may not be my job, but it's my responsibility to take care of my neighborhood. Uh, yes, it is. I, I'm being completely facetious. <laughs> so I agree. I know. <laughs> it no, is not my job, but it's my responsibility. Res- personal responsibility. We preach that all the time around here, right? Personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. People should have it instilled in them, right? And this is this is a personal choice people have to make. People should have it instilled in them to want to do the charitable thing. To give if you got extra and you want to, you know, give it up to a church group that's gonna turn around and, and give it back out to people that don't have they're not so much they're not so, so fortunate, so be it. That's what you're supposed to do. But see, the government though, and I, I know you talked there on the on, on the government and their role. I, I think Bruce and I think is one here. I'm pretty sure that you kind of follow along the same lines. I don't believe that the government's responsibility is charity. That falls upon groups such as the church and other uh, organizations, community organizations that are out there. That's not the government's responsibility. I think it's those charitable groups. And the government wants, well, any government for that matter, the government wants that charity care, whatever that might be, whether it's health care, like under the Shriners Hospital, or the Catholic organizations like St. Joseph's Hospital, which I don't even think that's you know largely uh, as big as it used to be. But uh, same thing with church groups, Things same thing with uh, community organizations. They don't want that charity care. They want to be able to dole out the charity at their discretion, the government does. So they don't want those groups, which I think are the ones that are responsible for, which they always have been, but now they're wanting to get them out of it. Is this where we go? Government's bad and K? Yeah, I was waiting for Bruce. To, that was his cue, and he just he just didn't do it. I know. I, mean, I, was, I was waiting for him to say something too. Uh, so, I mean, it's not much to add to it. That's that's kind of my stance. I would prefer the government stay out of that because then you start getting regulations and you start getting inefficiencies. You start having the corruption where people start getting subsidies and start exploiting uh, or or. Okay. Right. Brown, but know, okay, how how yeah. do you take care of a neighborhood? Okay, let's say a poor Muslim neighborhood, like mm-hmm. over say like uh, uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. and um, we got a neighborhood. It's it's not wealthy, mm-hmm. but they do need assistance, especially okay. in the schools because of you know they 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 they're hungry. What do we do if we don't have a government do it? How how do we? First, get first guess, I would say it, you you specified it was a Muslim community. It is my first my first assumption or th- thought would be well, then maybe the Muslim community should get together and help their Muslim brothers the, and sisters. They, the poverty in that area is it's is pretty bad. Okay, but Muslims aren't just relegated to that area. Mm-hmm. No, it, no, it, no, they're not. So, so that's my point, though, is that. Like so you're example, saying church. So you're saying religion should control it and not the the not the people. No, I'm saying it's a more it's a more targeted community based or or church, religion, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. instead of having the government involved, which is I, I, I just see too many inefficiencies and in everything with the government mm-hmm. regulating it. And you know, I, I would I would feel more comfortable having community based. So you would rather have um, the churches controlling charity and all of that stuff where people will don't their community donates to those churches and that churches turns around and doles out their money, their wealth to help their community. 
I think churches should be one of the options. Yes. I don't okay, think instead that of the, be instead of those tax option. dollars going to the government, a portion of is say like we're going to reduce no. taxes by three percent across the board federally, mm-hmm. so you can give that money to your local community to whatever whatever organization you decide. Yeah, I would be whatever charitable organization you decide. So mm-hmm. we so mega churches won't exist anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They'll still exist, but okay. <laughs> well, I like, you know, I mean, like how it's it, just like not, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not, I'm not concerned about not having mega churches. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't. The the thing is, is you would technically you still will because you have large cities and then you have a large mm-hmm. congregation of people. But it, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, if that means that it's going to be a whole bunch more smaller churches and they, you know, work amongst their community. Fine. Uh, you know, if there's, uh, businesses that decide they want to make charitable organizations that give out money to fine. I mean, I, I don't really care like the form that it takes. I would just prefer it not be the government. Um, yes. Okay. okay. Th- that's just me. So, so these, these groups is this, like if we got our taxes reduced by say 5% or 6%, whatever federal taxes reduced, <laughs> which we, you know won't happen, but but it's a mandatory, on. but listen, but it's mandatory Wait. Wait. on your taxes that you shows that you donated to this charitable organization. You must have a receipt that you donated to the children for, you know, food for children's or the local Christian church or the local Muslim church or our temple. Um, community, whatever it may be, um, you can do that kind of situation. Wouldn't that work out really well? Uh, just on a side note, I'd just like to say real quick, mm-hmm. which you said that a, a tax cut would never happen. The mm-hmm. value added tax as of today, where I'm at for the next six months got cut by 3%. Yeah. Just saying, just saying. 3%. For you have a months. what? You have a twenty? Do you have a twenty? You have a twenty percent VAT, or is it thirty? Nineteen. Okay, nineteen percent VAT tax. So now you have six, a sixteen percent. Sixteen. Sixteen for six months. Yeah, nationwide for everybody, in, businesses included. What does VAT tax money go to? I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> uh, nothing. Uh, it's it's just it's just a rake off. It's a um, I call it a central bank tax. Because that's what it is. That's what it's designed to do. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that push for it worldwide. They, they've always pushed for a VAT tax. And the way that that countries have it instilled upon them is it's the same way every time. The, the central banks will come in and they'll say, well, uh, we just want to do uh, a value added tax. And then the countries will say no. But then what will happen is the countries will say, OK, well, we're going to introduce flat taxes. Right. Have, have we heard who in the U.S. has been calling for flat taxes for a long time? Right. The Democrat Party. Right, just saying. They've been calling for flat no. Taxes. Both sides, both sides, both sides, both sides now demanding a flat. Is it both sides both, now? For a long time, because even in Reagan, we were looking at flat. Well, we were the Republican okay, Party the, was still talking about a flat tax because then we could know right. exactly what taxes. No exactly. federal tax, no federal income exactly. tax. We just know exactly what the taxes, and that's it. We're done. Okay. I didn't know it was under Reagan. The last I heard, the last I heard from the Republican side in the U.S. was Herman Cain, and he'd been calling for the 999 plan. Do you remember that? Everybody remembers 999. Okay. The flat tax across the board. So, Cruz. Which, I'm sorry, what? Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz ones? Okay. All right. All right. I stand corrected. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Fine. So, the fact is, is what they'll do is a country will have deals behind the scenes with central bankers saying, okay, well, uh, this is what we're looking at. You know, if you push this, right, if you give us a flat tax, which is what they do in European countries to get VAT taxes. So they'll get a flat tax in and what they'll do, they'll slip in the value added tax. The United States doesn't have a value added tax. That central bank over there, that Federal Reserve Bank has been 
itching for a value-added tax in America for a century, and they haven't been able to get it because the Americans will not accept flat taxes because usually the elected officials are intelligent enough to understand what that entails long term. They'll say, okay, well, we've got the, the flat tax here. We've got the flat tax here. We've got the flat tax here, right? It's a three-point system usually. So they'll have those and then they'll say, well, we kind of need to do this other tax because we took a tax away from here. So we're going to have to do this. And so they'll calculate a tax all into everything else. So they'll say, okay, well, we don't have any sales tax. Example here, GP, you know, they don't have sales tax. That's where the VAT tax comes in. That's the added secret, how they slip it in there. They say, well, we don't have sales tax. Well, what you have is the sales tax worked into the price already that you're paying. So therefore, the price you see is the price you pay. You're still paying the sales tax, but it's under a VAT tax, a value-added tax. So it's, it's the hidden part of that tax. So what countries will do, they'll do something small. Like initially, where I'm at, they started a flat tax rate. I think it was like uh, 30 years ago they started this over here. At least that's what I'm told. And it was, oh, we're just going to do 10%, right? It's just going to be 10, 10, 10 across the board. That's all it's going to be. Where are we at now? 19, 19, 19, and 19 by the way. Uh, anyway, all right. I'm, I'm rambling about taxes here, but that's... that's. Such, I don't even know where in the world we were going to go with that. You see what I do with, in the morning's GP? Uh, which I, yeah. You see what I do without my coffee, right? It's just... It's a mess. Maybe I should go get one of my 150 boxes of cereal or something. I don't know. You only have 150? Actually, amateur. no. Actually, no. You, you're amateur. Actually, no. The stores here, you'd be lucky if you've got, I don't know, 15 different kinds. Like, that's it. That's it. But most people here that's don't buy That's about here. Cereal. Here's about 15 to 30. Yeah. Mo it most people don't buy. Yeah. Well, most people don't buy cereal, though. I mean, some do, but most people don't. They usually just, they usually eat like, I don't know. You know how the typical breakfast is over here. It's like a bread roll. Some, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. But anything else either one of you wanted to cover this morning? No. Uh, I'm good. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you both for sitting down this morning. Thanks, GP, for your tips on breakfast. Appreciate that. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.